Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is episode number 52 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast. Four things great listeners do. How to become more effective at helping others. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you're not familiar with what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a personal development website where I write blog articles to inspire you to get after your goals and dreams each and every day. But if you don't have time to read the blog or you don't enjoy reading in general, then I record them for you right here on the podcast. So before we get into today's episode, be sure to check out the link in the description for the Self-Discipline Manual. It is a free ebook that when you give me your email, then it is sent directly to your inbox and then you can download it. It is my first book. It is free. And it helps you map out how you can cultivate and develop self-discipline in order to achieve your goals and dreams. So check out the link in the description, download the ebook, send me your feedback. I would love to hear it. And that being said, let's get into episode number 52, Four Things Great Listeners Do, How to Become More Effective at Helping Others. One of the most important skills you can learn is how to listen properly. This can benefit so many topics ranging from relationships to sales. Most people listen just for the opening or gaps in dialogue for when they can speak again. But very few people hear and register what someone else says. You see, I used to be a massive fixer, especially in romantic relationships. If someone I love came to me with an issue, uh, I always made the mistake of listening to provide a solution immediately. It had good intentions. However, not everyone was actively seeking for me to solve their problems. Sometimes people just want to vent. This caused tension in previous romantic relationships that I had. You know, for example, my girl would tell me what was going wrong. I would listen until I knew what the solution was. And then, unintentionally, (laughs) I'd cut her off and blurt out the fix. Well, you just need to do this, 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 and problem solved. This is not the quality of a good listener. Great listeners listen with one goal in mind, to understand. I used to think that communication was hands down the most important element for a relationship to succeed. It's important, very important. However, without comprehension of what the other person is saying, then communication doesn't matter. The difference between knowledge and wisdom is understanding, right? Comprehension allows us to fully understand what another person is experiencing. Communicating is, is futile if the recipients don't get what the other person is saying. Your goal is not just to communicate. Your goal is to comprehend. The best way to solve a problem and bring solutions is to understand the pain of another 
and then do your best to provide the solution. Don't add to the pain by not being present and not focusing on the person who is venting. Make sure you give them the proper value of what they are seeking. Point number two, they provide silence. A great listener realizes that they have two ears and one mouth, meaning they listen twice as much as they speak. When another person is venting to you, be still. Actively hear what they are saying. Nothing drives me crazier than when I am speaking to someone about an issue I'm having, and then they cut me off. I have barely gotten my story out, and already they're telling me what to do? Yes, they might be eager to help, and I understand that. However, if I keep trying, and they keep interjecting and cutting me off, I just I shut down, and I don't even try anymore. So we have to remember that it's not about us. It's about them and their issue. Feel it. Empathize with it and with them. When you feel what state they're in, you can respond with the greatest response of all time. I understand. And you can mean it as well too because you're empathizing with them. After you say, I understand, then you go back to listening. I myself, I also used to constantly interject. Thankfully, I've learned that doing this was making it about me and not about the person who was hurting or the person who needed a problem solved. Many times, when someone is venting to me about a particular issue, I don't respond at all. I'll just sit and listen and jump in with, yeah, I get it. Occasionally, I'll ask some questions to get a better feel for more clarity, but that's on occasion. When a person is finished speaking, they normally feel so much better because they were seeking simply to be understood. I didn't need to say anything. In fact, I don't give any real advice and any real advice unless a person asks. Which brings me to my next point. Put the phone away. <laughs> One of the greatest gifts great listeners can give to another person is their undivided attention. So, Put your phone away, not on the table, not on a table face down. Put it away. Put it in your pocket or a bag. If the phone is on the table, notifications will go off, distracting you constantly, even if it's on vibrate. Even if it is face down, you're subconsciously going to be thinking about it. You're going to be glancing at it. You're going to be looking at it. You won't be present. It's beyond infuriating when someone is pouring their heart out and suddenly... The person pretending to listen has to respond to a tweet. I mean, really? Like, come on. If you have to, absolutely have to leave your phone out for some reason, simply explain to the person venting right at the start, hey, I want to be present for you, but I'm expecting an important call that I might have to take. It's upfront and respectful. Look a person in the eye. Focus on them. The more present you are, the better you'll be able to help. Being present and giving your undivided attention to the person you're with is unfortunately rare these days. Point number four, not trying to solve with unsolicited advice. 
If someone isn't asking, don't throw your two cents on them. Have you ever been so angry that you're venting it out and then someone jumps in saying things like, calm down, you're acting crazy. Oh, others out there have it worse than you. My God, I hate that. Like, even if the above statements are true, you have a right to feel what you're feeling. You have a right. The best advice given at the wrong time can have no effect or even the opposite effect, making someone feel worse. I get it. You want to help. You seek to remove the pain of someone you care about. Eventually, you can. But maybe at that moment in time, they don't want advice. A great quest, a question to ask the person who is venting What do you need right now? Do you want ears for venting, my advice, or do you need a distraction? This makes them feel like you truly care and it aligns you with their goal. Sometimes people don't want a therapist. They might want a friend at that moment just to watch funny videos and forget. Other times though, they might need you to be their personal Oprah. Regardless, it's about them and not you. If they don't want your sage-like wisdom, that's okay. Don't take it personally. Take it as a compliment that they chose to come to you and open up to you to begin with. That's beautiful. There's comfort there. There's trust. They feel like they can be vulnerable with you. Don't shut their door that they've opened by telling them that what they feel is invalid you know, or, um, oh my God, just like, you know, throwing advice at people. Oh, this is what you got to do. This is what it needs to be. No, no, no. You never want to make people feel like that. Someone comes to you and they open up, embrace it, and then be what that person needs. Final thoughts. It's a beautiful thing to help another person. Honestly, I find it to be an honor and, and a privilege. I think it's one of the most noble acts that a human being can do is helping someone else. However, when we do so, we must not jump on them with what we think they want, okay? Don't assume that when you are in a similar state that another person will want the same thing as you. When you do listen to someone hurting, Remember to keep these four points in mind. Listen to understand, provide silence, put the phone away. Don't try to solve with unsolicited advice. The best listeners become what the person needs. And that's how you provide the best solution. I hope this episode has brought you value. Please, before you X out of this, please. Give us a five-star rating on Apple, um, wherever it is that you listen to us. Share this podcast with anyone that you think it might benefit. I'm trying to help as many people as I can while I can. Sign up, give me your email, and get the self-discipline manual. Once again, it is completely free. And as always, my friends, keep hustling for happiness. Peace. Peace.